welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our recent birthday boy, Matt Baylor. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel the energy already. It's um, bubbling. Guys, we made it. Yep, we did it. The haters tried to hold us back. The haters tried to hold us down. But we made it <laughs> to episode 100. I'm really concerned about the haters trying to hold us down. <laughs> what were they yeah. trying to do to us? That's scary. They were they were trying to drown? Were we like underwater scenario? They're trying to drown us? They yeah, trying to torture just, us? They're just trying to, you know, give us one star ratings, mm. uh, not listen to us. And, you know, haters do what haters do. But our are haters do. are... The good guys. Yeah, haters be hating. Yeah. <laughs> haters are going to say it's Photoshop, but it's not. It's for real. We made it to episode 100. Zero, zero. We did it. Woohoo. Triple digits. Now, here's the part where I usually would say an athlete, but this is going to be surprise number one for you. There's a lot of surprises in this episode tonight, so buckle up. Um, so now, since we're at 100, and athletes don't really wear that number, although Kate thought NASCAR did that, because <laughs> they don't. Still not confirmed if true. Yeah. <laughs> we actually didn't look into it, but it's cool. Um, so yeah. every episode now, we're going. To, I'm going to give you a couple facts from that year. So, year 100 AD, Wheelbarrow makes its first appearance in China. <laughs> What mm. <laughs> question <laughs> in China is that has it been other places and it just rolled into China? <laughs> it rolled. I love that it rolled into China. It, it, uh, it crossed the border. That's how it was invented. It crossed the Great Wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, also, John the Apostle died in the year 118. Oh. Who's John? That's a great apostle. Yeah, he was one of the best. Um, but it's okay because Ptolemy, the Greek astrologer, was born. Oh, okay. when one in, one out. Yeah, when there's death, there is life. <laughs> and now we're talking 100 AD. You can't forget about 100 BC because guess who was born in 100 BC? Um, That's right. Julius Caesar. Oh, wow. That guy. That but really threw me for a loop. I didn't know we were going AD and BC. Is he the guy with the haircut? I'm going <laughs> to say something. That's what you think of with Julius Caesar. He's really famous for his salad. For his haircut. Um, so I am going to disregard anything BC okay. and call Please fake do. news. Yeah. <laughs> um, so also 100, there's a lot of facts, clearly. So it's um, the amount of yards in an American football field. It's the number of runs required in a cricket game to score a century. Yeah. It's a record number of points scored in an NBA game by Wilt Chamberlain when he was playing for the Sixers. Philadelphia Warriors at the time. Uh, oh, whatever. Gotcha. Um, it's the police number, like to dial the police in Greece, India, Israel, Nepal, and Nepal. Oh, um, Nepal twice. Nepal twice. Um, it's a number of years in a century. Um, yes, ma'am. It's the age when a person becomes a centenarian. Ooh. 
Um, the U.S. has a hundred senators. <laughs> it's uh, oh, for our Jewish listeners, um, Happy New Year and belated Rosh Hashanah to you <laughs> because a hundred blasts of the shofar signals for Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Um, it's boiling in Celsius, and uh, it's called the short one hundred in medieval times. I have a fact. Let's hear it. 100 pennies equal a dollar. I nice. love it. <laughs> I it's love It's a great that. fact. I love, uh-huh. I love your currency facts. Yeah. I love it. You're such a money guy. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. Well, thanks for the facts, Kate. You're Hopefully welcome. the year uh, trivia, your facts is a big hit out there. I We're trying it on. If, I love how the wheelbarrow just rolled in. Yeah, if you yeah. guys like it, let us know. If you hate it. Let us know, too. Let us know how you feel about the AD and BC, because <laughs> I'm really against the BC. I'm all about the AD. Yeah, I didn't know the BC was going to be a thing. Neither I feel did like I. Jordan I'm just kind of threw that out in at us. I'm really against the BC. Okay, all right, all right. So what a, uh, we missed all, all the other years, though. Like they were all sports. One, <laughs> one two, three, four. That's okay. Four. It's, it's <laughs> year, uh, episode 100 is kind of like a new chapter in our I life. I still have okay. a theory that there's a NASCAR number 103. Also, if you want to know any facts about NASCAR. numbers 1 through 99, just email us and Jordan can run some off for yeah. you. Yes. I'll run some off. Right. Great idea. Yeah. I have them at the go. Yeah. Um, cool. So, episode 100. It's making us... <laughs> reflect if you will um and when i reflect through the years of this podcast um you know a lot of memories a lot of snapshots a lot of laughs a lot of cries um but you know it's still the year of the guest and you know we're thinking we appreciate all our guests that come on we appreciate their sacrifice and their time um but there are a couple guests that have been here with us from the beginning um, and really are a part of the Film Friends family. So I'm not going to belabor the point. We have two of them in the studio tonight. Um, our original engineer actually running the ones and twos <laughs> like the old days tonight. Welcome back, Will Hokertle. Thank you. <laughs> oh, the original prankster is yes. here too. We got a prankster. I am running the ones and twos, and you let are. me tell you, the ones and twos are they look good? Are they hot? They, they're hot. They're hot. They're good. Are they're they running. sexy, dude? I love your setup too. You're just me looking, too. It you're looking good. good over here. Yeah, it's uh, good to have you back. What about Thank the threes you. and the fours? <laughs> threes and fours are good. Let me just let the audience in on a little secret. The ones and twos are Kate and Jordan. Threes and fours are Bailey and me. And that number five, you heard his beautiful voice doing a little prank, doing a little joke. Our original intern, (laughs) our original holiday expert, our original coming of age expert. Original art expert. Our OG. Artist. And technically our first guest. I know on the boards people go back and forth. Was it Mike? (laughs) Was was it this guy? Was it Taylor Madison? But in our hearts, it'll always be... Mike Paulshock, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Did a little joke, did a little prank. <laughs> I thought Will was gonna prank you back, but I was he was so. too kind. <laughs> yeah. I would right by me. I would say you probably are joke expert. Flat. How many jokes? Horror do you know? expert. <laughs> joke expert. <laughs> Mike Paulshock. 
How many jokes do I know or how many jokes can I tell on the air? Am I right? Actually, I was going to ask you, can you just tell a joke to get us warmed up? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, do you guys know why the chicken might have uh, crossed the road? Mm, I don't. Mm, to get to the other side. There Ooh, it is. That hit me wow. real hard. He'll be bringing that all night. Yo, I never got that joke. Someone told me that it's like metaphysical. He he wanted to cross over to the other side, and I was like, I don't think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it. Yeah, that's up to cool though. It's like an anti-joke, I guess. Who yeah. knows? I have the one that always tripped me up. Is what came? It's not really a joke, but what came first, the chicken or the egg? That's mm. definitely not a joke. That's a philosophical <laughs> question. Classic no, it's a great joke. joke. Now, I mean, yeah. Sure. But there's no punchline because it's <laughs> just no one can, no one knows. Yeah, that one really ups me up. Jordan's um, jokes are philosophical <laughs> questions. But uh, yeah, guys, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. This is truly like our original crew, so it feels good to uh, have everybody back in the new studio. Um, Back in the old days when we were in the old studio, just really just letting it rip, letting it rip, getting by. Um, Wild times. Wild times. We had a lamp as a mic stand at one Mm. point. Uh, You're welcome. But then you you get that that juicy, juicy podcast money and you could upgrade. And that's where we're at. I miss our uh, mattress store. Uh, Mm. uh, The old mattress store. That was good. Mm -hmm. Now, when you say juicy, juicy podcast money. What is uh-huh. Juicy Money? <laughs> like uh, it's that, that uh, notorious B.I.G. song, Juicy. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's what he was referring to. Yeah. Like he's predicting the, the future. <laughs> it's juicy like it just keeps flowing, you know? It's like, like juicy s- water. It's like I spilled my juice on it and now it's juicy. Yeah. Yeah. It's it wet. Makes sense. It's wet. Oh, so it's just wet money. Yeah. I put it in my sock it. and then it came out wet. Um, cool. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Um, Thanks for. Ha- I, can I ask you a question about one of the facts real quick? Oh, I wanted to ask I it in the. Oh. In the <laughs> is moment. it about the wheelbarrow? <laughs> I it hope it's about BC. Julius it's about. <laughs> it's about John the Apostle. Oh, he's one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> what was this? One, what happened in 100? That's the year he died. Oh yeah, that's the Did year. Did he make he died. it that far? Like, because I think he would have been like what, 120. Jesus, yeah. So here's <laughs> what, what. Yo, I love this. Keep it coming. Here's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Don't look into it too much. <laughs> and I think that could be the motto and tagline for our whole podcast. <laughs> Just don't look into it too much. Yeah. Right. I love it. I love it. I hope that someone questions Jordan every single week about his years. You know, I don't even know what an apostle is. So. I thought it was that store. <laughs> They're just apostle. boys with Jesus, right? They're Jesus's homies. Yeah, and Jesus. Yeah, in so many words. Yeah. May I ask a follow-up question? <laughs> oh, I, I would love it. Why are you guys so averse to BC? <laughs> it's like a Yo. crazy thing to take a hard stance on oh. AD versus BC. I guess you know I, I'm into it. I introduced BC because it's like as we go up, it's going to be going further back in time. I think it's yeah. cool. I yeah. think the more facts, the better. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Mike. I like yeah, that. let's talk about I really movies. like it. <laughs> more facts. I'm on board. You, you just you pick a number and rip friend. some facts. I don't like it that I have to think about two timelines at once. Yeah, That's okay. You'll get used to it. Okay. It's the same timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. It's two points Different in time. Different points in the same timeline. Time. Um, cool. Well, 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 we'll settle that as we go. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, episode 100. Um we thanked all the haters for getting us this far and hopefully you know if this is your first time listening to us welcome and uh i swear this is a movie podcast um but you know i don't if you guys don't mind um we have a little business at the top big business um 
let's start off with uh you know yeah to, let's to me the biggest business uh, <laughs> uh, i say we start off with the big okay. business okay so juicy so money we've been <laughs> it's all about that juicy money we've been saying we're gonna have a little surprise for our haters and we're gonna deliver to right. your door possibly to your door but you got to give us that juicy money first <laughs> um we're talking about t-shirts everybody loves them everybody wears them uh we now have and it's live right now so go to your computer go to your laptop go your to your mobile phone. device check it out uh we have episode 100 limited edition episode 100 t-shirts up on our big cartel um so you know go to the link in our bio you know go to instagram we'll have links everywhere you you guys will find it um but yeah t-shirts available say i'm listening on uh say i'm listening on like an apple podcast and i don't have access to a link how would i find this link um google it big cartel film friends what I can probably the, just tell what it is to the you. URL? <laughs> uh, it's filmfriends.bigcartel.com. Thanks. I'm going to go buy one right now. Filmfriends.bigcartel.com. And uh, yeah, so we want to shout out our good friends, Tay and Joey, over at Good Morning. Mm-hmm. Um, they designed the t shirt. Uh, we love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. And if you love. Uh, Taylor, you can check out his episodes, uh, 14, 54, and that's it. No, yeah. 40, 14 and 66, excuse me. Ooh, you can nice. also check out Good Morning if you like Taylor, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and the new and web Joey. wing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, check out goodmorning.ig um, if you're into the design you see on our T-shirt for more of their designs. But we want to thank Tay and Joey for helping us out there and uh i mentioned there's like a beef who was our first guest i don't know Uh, you know some people say mike some people say tay um but uh yeah thanks tay still out there and good morning for helping us out buy a fucking shirt yeah buy a shirt um (laughs) they're white they're white (laughs) and they have a little design but go check them out we'll have the design up for you guys right now um so that's the big business um i have some other Little, little business, little business, <laughs> little, you know, little news bites. Um, baby business, oh, baby, business, baby business, if you will. Uh, a, a talking point on our podcast is Tom Cruise. Ooh. I don't want to get too political. We're not known to get political, <laughs> but I saw this headline. <laughs> more political than Tom Cruise. <laughs> hey, just wait. Saw a headline yesterday. Tom Cruise met with the Ukrainian president. <laughs> However you want to take that, you could take it. I know he's up to some shit. Was it in character as Ethan Hunt? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh no. I think that Trump's on a mission impossible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he has one of those little autograph books they get at Disney and he just has all the presidents sign yeah. it. Yeah. Is he like the next Dennis Rodman? I think so. <laughs> I think uh, oh, yeah. Wow. He'll but also play basketball professionally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um but there is a video of it out there of the meeting, and it's really funny because the Ukrainian president says, oh, you're good looking <laughs> to Tom oh, Cruise. That's the 
best gift you could give Tom yeah. Cruise. And yeah. Tom Cruise has a great response to it. What but does he say? I know. Ha 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 ha. Basically, Ukrainian president <laughs> has not been like really that important in political Yo, things, but right now he's hot, hot. and he's <laughs> taking advantage of it. I don't know who requested that meetup, yeah. but I like to think it's the Ukrainian president. <laughs> he's like, I am having my moment right now. I want to meet Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. I love that theory. Ukraine. I crane, you crane. I crane. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we crane. <laughs> and let's see, other baby bits of business. Um, I mentioned it at the top, but Bailey, happy belated birthday, man. Yeah, happy birthday. Thanks. Thanks, guys. N- next week, it. we'll really celebrate your birthday. Oh, I can't wait. Did anybody pull your ears? Um, No. Are you supposed <laughs> to do that? Some people do yeah. that. Yeah, they it's pull a your birthday ears thing. Like a, a good luck thing. They usually uh. say one to grow. They'll pull your ears one extra time and say, and one to grow. Oh, where am I growing? <laughs> and I to grow like grow like in height or just in uh, spirit? I think it's usually to little kids. So you're <laughs> hoping that they continue <laughs> yeah. to grow. <laughs> also, yeah, you don't usually do it like 30 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes Ow. sense. Because yeah. if it's for height, can't wait for my birthday. Um, <laughs> and one more thing I have here. Not really business, but. Bailey's going to Comic-Con tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, first time. <laughs> you um, can see him there, folks. Yeah, to see our guest. Hey, does this segue well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to talk about it after we talked about who we were doing. but I was setting you up. But he I guess I'm going to set it down. <laughs> yeah, set it right down, but I'll pick it up. Don't <laughs> okay. worry. Um, yeah, so episode 100. You're probably reading the title of the podcast, <laughs> so you know exactly who we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time coming. Possibly the person we talk about the most on the podcast. Michael Shannon? I would say Michael Shannon. <laughs> Besides Michael Shannon. Yeah. Um, you know him as maybe one of the greatest directors of live. <laughs> he is the great Philadelphian M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Mike, you want to give a yip? I don't know why you guys invited me for this episode particularly. (laughs) We'll hash that out. But the reason why we bring it up as well right now is because Bailey's going to see M. Night tomorrow. I am. I'm going to I'm going to fucking ask him why the village isn't on Blu-ray. And we're going to get it on video and post it on our social medias. Yeah. If you say perchance you talk to him. Like, I'm, I'm like, I have a cue. I have a cue. Yeah. Well, if you pull that move <laughs> or just say you run into him. I don't really him, know how it works, but yeah. Say you run into him or you just have the opportunity to say something yeah. to him. What would you realistic? Would you ask? I would ask. I would ask that. I, I mean, one, I feel like everyone in the crowd would start cheering. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like unanimously. <laughs> yeah. And he would, ha- he would finally have to answer it. Everyone would throw their hats in the air. <laughs> Yeah, they'd hoist you over their shoulders and carry you <laughs> out <in> the streets, <laughs> and they would yeah. just leave the ballroom, yeah. and that's yeah. it. Were you gonna say something? It seems likely to me that that would happen. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> okay, likely. Yeah. Um, cool. And then you'd of course follow up about the Sixers, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but if you don't get to talk to him, we'll be rubbing elbows at him with oh, him at the Seventy sure. Sixers game. But yeah, um, I'm excited. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Um, hopefully you deliver for it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all the business I have at the top. Um, before we dive into the best and worst of M. Night, you know, episode 100 special, but it's it's just another episode, so I got to find out anything grinding anyone's gears. Hmm. 
I don't know. I mean, this is not a gear grinding, but Bailey posed a question on our Instagram today mm-hmm. about favorite movie snack. Yeah, and I did. Any answers? Most popular. Uh, a lot popcorn. of popcorns. <laughs> mm. Did you expect something different? Uh, <laughs> Maybe you fucking can. Someone no one, no one likes Nobody candy anymore. Yeah, I'm a big Twizzler person at the movies. Anybody else? <laughs> fuck with candy here at the table i mean i'll eat a twizzler but if i'm getting it's usually popcorn yeah, I but eat popcorn. And does anybody yeah. like popcorn and m&ms yeah i love combo? that combo mm. i like reese's pieces so oh yeah that mm-hmm. and popcorn mm-hmm. it's the mix of candy and popcorn that makes it the best part i think some might call it the salty and sweet i love mm. a good love salty, the salty sweet. and sweet i also want to talk about the photo that bailey posted of the celery with peanut butter and raisins oh I did. uh Anton on a log. Anton a log. I do have a question there. Have you ever taken that to a movie theater? Uh, every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh, okay. Get my little baggie You're out. So I said this to Bailey earlier, but that's, that's so much mouth sound. <laughs> that's a fair, that's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, do you, when you say movie snack, do you mean at the movie theater or at home while you're watching? Either mm. anytime you're watching a movie. So I would say that I rarely eat popcorn when I'm not watching a movie. Mm. To the, to the extent okay. that I'll do it at a theater or at home, but yeah. Hmm. So well, again, popcorn. Popcorn, almost always. Mm-hmm. You okay. know it's pretty great? If you ever watch a movie on a weekend morning and you eat breakfast and watch the movie, mm. that's Ooh. a great movie mm-hmm. snack. Yo, the other day I actually went to <laughs> the, the movies. The morning's a great movie snack. And saw uh, Ad Astra. Oh, and? and I, oh, I really liked it. Eight it out really of ten. Good. Yeah, eight out of ten. Um, and I got uh, chicken fingers and fries. Whoa! That's and watch amazing. the movie because I, I was like, it. "Oh shit, I'm not gonna have time for dinner. I'm not just gonna eat popcorn. I'll get the chicken finger and fries." How did it feel? It it felt right, but it didn't taste right. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a movie meal, not a movie snack. Yeah, I guess. I'm all about the pretzel bites with cheese too. Yo, if I'm going have, meal, uh, you know, what? I do have a grind, a gear to grind. Oh, let's grind Whoa. it. When you go to the movies, <laughs> and I don't know if it's just the movie theater I go to, but like if it's not like peak hours, all the popcorn's just sitting there in the like this cabinet thing oh, and not being like warmer? freshly popped, mm-hmm. and it's just old. It's always yeah. old and yeah. not very warm. Just hanging out in the warmer. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the worst. I think a movie theater should have the popcorn flowing at all no times, what. and then so just throwing waste. it away. Yeah, just keep throwing yeah. it away. Waste What's your proposed solution for the waste? Yeah. I don't know. Give it to the homeless. Mm. Ooh, they should make popcorn balls where they roll that in some caramel. Okay. I'm, I'm with you. And okay. have a secondary treat. <laughs> yeah, but it sucks when it's not fresh. Mm, I, I agree with that. There's nothing like fresh popcorn. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. <laughs> Episode 100. Film Friends Trivia. That's what that horn means. (laughs) 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 If you're unaware. Um, This is a historic first. (laughs) This is a historic first. It went smoothly. Special edition Film Friends trivia. So you guys at home listening, feel free to play along. How do we Um, buzz in? I was going to ask the same thing. Um, You have to raise your hand and I call How are you going to see us all at one time? Um, He's going to look. You can see all. Um, Okay, so... And these are for the true fans out there. So buckle up. First question. Out of the hundred episodes we have, we've had a couple film friends that repeated the same first name. 
can you guys answer what name that is and what film friends that is? Wait, what? Elaborate a little bit. So what? Oh, for the same first names? First same like, first names. It's, it's happened. It's happened eight times. I know once Whoa. where we repeated, but there's there's two names that were repeated. That repeated the Queen most. Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> I think <And> there's Queen. <laughs> there's one that I know of that there are two. Go for it. Go for it. Rappaport and Shannon. Oh, yeah. The Michaels. Mm -hmm. There's also one more in that bunch. There is another Michael. Uh, Michael Kane. My episode. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're celebrating, but there's still two names that are more than the Michaels. More than Queen Latifah? Mm More than Queen it, d- how many Bryans have we done? Mm, not a single <laughs> I'm one. I'm thinking more like um, any Reeses. <laughs> Timothy. Ooh, Timothy is on the list, Ooh. and it's Timothy Oliphant. It's the, the same, same one. one. <laughs> yeah. Oh shoot. Um, do you do Timothy? Is there a female no, on that Tim. list? Um, technically yes, but it's not among the two that are the most common. Mm. <laughs> I don't understand what that There's means. somebody that has three or four. So I'll, oh. give, I'll give you that one. There's uh, don't a th- one that had three was Al. You have Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. You have Al Pacino, <laughs> and you have Allison Janney. Oh, that one's yeah. a stretch. <laughs> You're just doing the three Nick famous that owls. One, that one. <laughs> Is Al Janney. Okay, so uh, the everyone most. Everyone calls her that. The yeah. most. Both of them are tied for four. Okay. Okay. Any guesses? John. Oh, John is a good yes, one. Yes, John is one of them. Now, can you name? Totoro. John, yeah, There's John one. Totoro. Um, John C. Riley. Yes. Um, Goodman? No, we haven't done him yet. No. What about um, your favorite movie, John Tucker Must Die? <laughs> your favorite movie, <laughs> Candy. <laughs> John Candy, and there's uh, one yes. more. That's not me. I don't John like John Candy. That's John. me. Well, nope. You said your, your favorite. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I love John there's, Candy. There's one more here. Um, earlier in the earlier in the season. Um, Travolta. No, um, but it's a good guess. I'll give you a guess of the movie. Lip uh, Nicky. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jonathan Lip Nicky. Mike is killing it in Mike's trivia. Mike's really good at trivia. Yeah. Um, I just did Jonathan Lip Nicky. I love that. I forgot about that. And now <laughs> yes, a bonus lip, question. Lip, 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 lip. A bonus <laughs> question related to this one. Ooh. We we reviewed one film friend with that person only has one name. Personally, has one name. Not a first and last name, just Ooh. like Prince. Madonna. Hmm. Oh, Buddy, the dog. Oh, shit. Then make it two. <laughs> <laughs> make it two. Oh, fuck. Um, um, dude, I know the listeners at home are screaming at their Yo, I did I should have studied. Here. I should have studied. I should have studied. Alf, too. Madonna, Prince. Lana uh, is one not an actor. None of those. I'm going to give it to you. Sinbad. Uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, that's trivia question number one. Watch out for number two and number three. Yeah. I'm really bad. They might hit you at any So time. who won that round? I'm going to have to give that to Paul. We're right, really Mike testing the limits point. of the ones and twos with that trivia. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll pull it back. We love it. Um, no, that was fine. Okay, cool. Oh. So <laughs> It's not fine. testing the five? <laughs> All right, so M. Mostly Knight. the ones and the twos. So M. Knight. I guess you could say this is part of our director's series as well. Um, and this is a true best and a true worst. Um, so, 
going to throw it out to you guys. What do you want to do first? Do you want to do his best? Do you want to do his worst rated? Wait a second. Is this the trivia? Are we done the no, trivia? No, no, we're done the trivia. trivia. Oh, okay. I, thought oh, we, I was getting ready. For, no, I was geared there, up for there a second. There will be two more. They'll hit you when you're oh, least okay. expecting They can okay. come at you anytime. Yeah. Okay, I was... Yeah. Can you guys spell his last name? <laughs> yes. I could try. No, you can't look at it. I could, I could give it a try. I could give it a Maybe try. Maybe we can all try together. S-H-Y... A M A L A N. Yeah, I I missed the first couple letters. That sounds right. <laughs> we got S-H-Y. it. S H Y. Okay, so best or worst? What are you guys thinking? Uh, I say we all put our hands behind our back and guess what number we have nope guessing's <laughs> over we're gonna go with his best rated movie <laughs> all right and cool. that is the 1999 masterpiece great year the Ugh. sixth sense written and directed by m night <laughs> bailey take it away well i don't want to give anything away so i'm not gonna say anything that's Whoa. it. Yeah. Unprecedented. <laughs> this episode is It's such a good movie that you don't even yeah. have to Yeah. Say it. I don't we don't is that, not, there's is nothing that to say. What you're going okay. for? Cool. <laughs> well, um Jordan's gonna it's give us so synopsis good. right now. I'm definitely gonna give a synopsis. <laughs> Jordan can't not have for one. those who haven't seen it, it was definitely a phenomenon when it came out. Oh yeah, for sure. One and let's get it out of the way. Because of the twist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now, yeah. M. Night, much to my dismay, is known for twists. Um, and I think that's what a lot of people associate with him. Um, and it's probably because of, mostly because of this specific movie, The Sixth Sense. Okay. So he actually makes a statement about this twist phenomenon mm-hmm. known as the M. Night twist. Mm-hmm. He himself said it's a misconception. He said all his movies have a twist endings or that they're all scary. That's what people think, right? Mm-hmm. Think they all have twist endings that they're all scary. All his movies are spiritual and have an emotional perspective. Mm-hmm. That's what he thinks it actually is and not a twist. So, I mean, they're obviously twists. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll pitch in and say that all of his movies have like a car accident and someone who's been through like some sort of trauma. There's always someone mm-hmm. who's like very mentally deranged in all mm-hmm. his movies. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think I would also say that, without a doubt, there are twists oh, yeah. <laughs> in a lot of his movies. like Or big reveals, not yeah. even necessarily mm-hmm. twists, but like mm-hmm. big reveals Absolutely. towards the end. Yeah. And I, I like, I can't, I, I know what he means by like... Spiritual and Spiritual and, and things like that, but without a doubt there's twists he just doesn't want to be like no the twist guy yeah, yeah. i mean be a pigeon you know he's pigeonholed so hard yeah. into it um but yeah so he, doesn't he doesn't just doesn't want to be a pigeon <laughs> he doesn't want to be a pigeon um <laughs> i like his representation in his movies a lot of people of color and women and stuff in his movies mm-hmm. whereas a lot of movies are just old white men i feel like mm-hmm. he's got a good swath of peoples he definitely mm-hmm. does i thought you meant when you said representation i thought you meant like sag after <laughs> yeah <laughs> the writers guild and but i thought you meant himself which he's also known for putting himself in the movies as well <laughs> i don't mm. care for that yeah you're not i love right hitchcock did it classic hitchcock it too. Yeah. yeah what do you think about quentin, quentin tarantino it. doing it is he in every one of his own movies though 
He's in a lot of them, right? Not everyone, but like a lot of half, them. Half, maybe. Yeah. But hey, maybe. M. Knight wasn't in Stuart Little. Yeah. <laughs> was he in Stuart Little? Uh, Jordan just told me no. Was he in The Last Airbender? No. Yeah. Oh, apparently. <laughs> Does he The Last was, Airbender he, have a twist? <laughs> so I saw apparently he was in Last Airbender, but he really? was uncredited. Uh. He was one of the fire tribe. Oh. He's one of the fire. But hey, uh. we'll get to the fire <laughs> tribe. Don't you worry. Um, wait. So. Let's, I guess let's walk through Sixth Sense a little bit since you didn't give a synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> We're, it's set in Philadelphia, which. Of course it is. Maybe the reason why we actually love M. Night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He puts on so hard for his city. Films yeah. most of his movies here in Philadelphia. Sets most of them in Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, obviously you can't set the last airbender in <laughs> Philly, but if you he could. could try. If you could, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> Part of it was filmed at the quarry. Yeah, the quarry by me and Jake's house. They filmed a lot of it. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's fire tribe stuff. That's fire tribe stuff. We we have all the things you need from M. Night. We have, you're set in Philadelphia. (laughs) We have Bruce Willis, Mm -hmm. who is an actor who is faithful to M. Night Mm -hmm. in a couple of his movies. Makes sense. He's in Unbreakable, he's in Sixth Sense, and he's in Glass. Glass. And a little bit in Split, too. A little bit Um, of Split. But, yeah, so you have Bruce Willis is a psychologist, specifically, I guess, a child psychologist. Um, And it it opens up with him, essentially. Uh, He's one of the first scenes where he is in his bedroom with his wife, and he has a former patient break into his house and shoot him, kill him. Boom. Boom. Roach. which that former patient is Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, had no idea. I yeah. honestly, Come you on, could, dude, oh, Donnie Wahlberg. Hear me out. You could you could put a lineup of like three people and be like, one of those is Donnie Wahlberg, and I probably couldn't tell you which one. <laughs> Yo, he honestly, honestly doesn't same. look a lot like Donnie. Like he's really he doesn't look like himself. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> doesn't look like Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> he lost a lot of weight for this role. Yo, he does. Yeah. He doesn't look like Donnie because Donnie Wahlberg looks like Mark Wahlberg. A little bit. Yeah. Like, you could see the resemblance. In this one, he looks yeah. just like one of the Straight McCoyle up, twins. thought it was Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I will also say, unpopular, I hated that part. Really? Yeah. Why do you hate that part? I don't know. Everything. <laughs> it, it feels like overacted or something like that. Like, the big mm-hmm. monologue of the, the mentally tormented guy. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just something I don't like in movies or something mm-hmm. like that. But, uh. I think I was telling Will, like, maybe I just don't like thrillers. <laughs> I think we He's need torment. I think yeah. for the listeners, we need to get it out there. Mike Paul Shock, ladies and gentlemen, is an M. Night hater. Yep. Boo. Boo. That's fine. I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> he can. Handle it. If anyone can handle it, it's Mike. But you know what? A theme on Film Friends is we embrace the haters. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why we brought Mike on. We want to... Ultimately, we want to convert him, but, um, <laughs> you know, we, we accept that he's a hater. So this movie's also 20 years old. So I think putting that into perspective with that monologue, too, this was probably very different for this time. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of get what you're saying, Mike, but I'm really bought into this movie for yeah. sure. I really like I it. I feel like most people are. I feel like Same. people that like this movie like M. Night movies. So, like, the fact that I don't like mm-hmm. any of M. Night's other movies... You were like, yo, but you'll like this one. Yeah. This is the good one. This is like the best one. And it's I was like, the OG. Mm-hmm. What about Stuart Little? Put him on the map. <laughs> wow. Just put, put him, him on, on the map. map right? It's yeah. not his yeah. first, but it's... Stuart yeah. Little's a prequel. <laughs> this definitely 
made him the what most money yeah. like and this put him on the map and this allowed him to then oh, make other yeah. masterpieces like the village you could definitely find a shirt that said i see dead people on the jersey right. shore boardwalk right. oh for sure if i had to rate his movies i'd probably put the village above this honestly well mm-hmm. i fucking love that <laughs> <laughs> this is and maybe even signs i don't know <laughs> Yo, science is great i feel like science doesn't get enough love uh this is my favorite one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so we, we open up with one of the main characters, Bruce Willis, getting shot. Um, and then, you know, it's a year later. It's one of those jumps um, where we meet the wickedly talented, the adorable Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, he's incredible in this movie. Who yeah. steals the show for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like him? No, I like him. I think Tony Collette, Colletti, uh, Collette, I think she fucking rocks. Oh, it. Tony Collette's amazing. I'm not going to lie. I forgot Tony Collette was the mom. Yeah. And I, it, dude, she does rock yeah, it. Her she's performance great. Alone. Yeah. yeah she's I didn't awesome know horror was her thing, too. Yo, it seems, horror and looks thriller. like she's a scream queen. Yes. Would you agree, Mike? I wouldn't necessarily call this a <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> oh, uh, there's our expert ghosts. Um, <laughs> you got but me. A, I do <laughs> think for movie? I'm I looking say, it up right now. I would say it's suspense thriller it's movie. slash horror. I think the horror is a secondary mm, aspect yeah. of it's it. It's got some scary. Yeah. I do think though that um, for child star actors, you don't see like a lot of really good children actors that really kill it um and i think henry thomas uh jonathan lipnicki no i mean they play like dramatic (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. non-funny roles Mm -hmm. um and i think it was incredible how believable he is in this movie Haley joe osmond in my opinion is probably the best in the movie and he's great i mean he's like a tormented little kid yeah plays it really well they Uh, actually paid to have him haunted in real life so that he could get ready for the role Mm mm-hmm yeah, they so opened up a Dabuki box in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready for this? It's a Dabuki box. Do you want to know what it's classified as on IMDb? Ooh, it's yeah, horror, yeah. and you're gonna point at me and say, "Ooh, you're dumb." <laughs> well, get ready. Hold on to your seat. Um, drama, Ooh, mystery, uh-huh. thriller. Oh, oh hey, I'm our still holding on to my seat. <laughs> hey, our horror expert knows what horror is. Mm-hmm. Checks out. I love um, it. Cool. So we meet little Haley Joe Osmond and Bruce Willis is his psychologist. Mm-hmm. Um, so really what you start to see is like their interactions um, and you get to learn of you get to learn about his gift, his gift slash curse. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, how did I mean, they don't really tell you, but like how did Bruce Willis find out about Haley Joel Osmond? Yeah, because he just kind of like stalks him and he's like. I'm gonna they get kind this of kid. address that. So he pretty much says that these people just show up around him and they're not necessarily like. So all the ghosts that appear in his home weren't ghosts that haunted his house. They're just people who appear that need something. We need we need to establish. We're talking about Haley Joe Osmond and he sees dead, dead people. people. So what I, that doesn't really say what I'm asking. Like, so why does Bruce he Willis need something? He needs to like make reconnaissance with like what happened in his past. So he pretty much these ghosts that need to reconcile with something that happened to order to move on pretty much seek him. 
Well, that's that's the real reason. Yeah. But the reason yeah. Bruce Willis knows about Haley Joe Osment is he's he still like has access to files and yes. hospital records. And he so Donnie Wahlberg, uh, he finds out he finds his records yeah. and looks for similar cases. Yes. Yeah, okay. So he could kind of come back. And there's gotcha. a, there's a part where he's circling things in Haley Joe Osment's yeah, yeah. record. And that's just to show, oh, this is what Donnie Wahlberg's character mm -hmm. also ran mm -hmm. into. See, I feel like there's such an interesting element of the movie, too, where it's like they drop the line that they don't know they're dead. The ghosts don't know they're dead. Right, they're just right. looking for help. Mm -hmm. That's a really interesting premise. And then it starts to get into like there are rules of like Bruce Willis breaks the window to get someone's attention, but then he can't open the door in his own house. Like there are these weird little like can do, can't do things. Well, yeah. he, they explain that. Too well, that's a that's bit. you're right, though. There are some things that are like, oh, well, wait, but. That's what I do they have to get. They only see what they want. Yeah, to see. yeah they, that, that's, that's how like they justify. One of the ghost things, like they only see what they want. And right. I, I really think that's one of M Night's strong points, and what I like. Like in this movie, there's a lot of rules for the ghosts. In the village, there's tons of rules, and like he, in signs, there's a lot of rules, and he tends to write tight scripts that like follow it. And I think people try to like find holes in it. But really, he, he kind of addresses everything and explains everything. Yeah, so. and I kind of like that scene where he can't open the door and then they revisit it and they show the table mm. that was in front of it. Um, I guess my gripe is like it's less... We just went right down to the twist, huh? <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess my gripe is that it's like a little less world building, a little more like you have to learn, you have to like follow it rule by rule. And I don't know, it, like every, I, I guess every one of his movies is kind of predicated on the twist. I know yes. that's like a silly argument, but it's all based on like the big reveal and that's kind of like it. Well, this is definitely, it definitely hinges on that a lot for this mm -hmm. movie because watching it again and knowing all that information, it becomes a completely different movie. Well, knowing the twist too, obviously it was spoiled within like a week of it coming out. Yeah. So I've had yeah. that with me for 20 years now. But like knowing that it, when you watch it from the get go, you can tell like you, they set up a lot of that stuff yes, in the beginning. Absolutely. It's very like apparent. Yeah. But mm -hmm. then it becomes, it becomes what the description on IMDb said, which is a drama. And it's like an emotional connection of this boy to this man and how he didn't, this boy didn't have a father, becomes like a father figure and how this man couldn't have kids. And it becomes a drama about their relationship and how they kind of needed each other for other things besides like the dead twist part. And I think that this coming to terms with um, hard situations in your life is extremely beautiful mm -hmm. in this movie and done really well. Mm -hmm. Um, now, a part of this movie, and I guess it what what if it's horror at all, or what makes it scary, is you're in Haley Joe Osment's perspective a lot, yes. mm -hmm. so you get to see these ghosts that he sees. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to ask the crew here, which one's your favorite ghost, or favorite, or scariest, mm -hmm. or which one do you like the most that you've seen? So when I was little, my parents took me and my brother to see this movie, um, and I had to leave because I was so scared. Mm -hmm. And I, the one that I left at is not the one that I would consider now to be the scariest. So I left when um, Misha Barton's vomiting in mm, the tent. That one was Ooh. my, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that I, one's like the <coughs> famous one yeah. too. Yeah. I feel like. Well, that's Misha Barton. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. it is Misha Barton. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But that one's like the famous one when she's in the red tent too. I think this, I think that's a cool storyline now. Yeah, that it is. For me was the uh when he goes into the kitchen and he's trying to talk to his mom but the lady turns around and it's like 
A different person. A different person, yeah. and then all the cabinets are wide open. Yeah, I'm right Ooh, there with that's you. Scary. Yeah, that's scary. Like the like the pan out of all them being open was like whoa. So I yeah. love that one because it's it's foreshadowed a little bit with the scene where Haley Joe Osmond's just in his kitchen. Uh-huh. His mom it follows Tony Collette outside of the kitchen back in, and all yeah. the cabinets are open. And then later on, yeah. then you see, oh, you see the ghosts and why yeah. she opened the well, cab. That's my favorite. That's yeah. what I was going to say. My, I think the scariest parts for me in the movie were one, that moment, the pre where all the cabinets are just open. Mm. And when he's in that dumbwaiter and you can't oh. see the, when he's just trapped in that door. Right. I think all the ones where you can't see the ghosts are the ones that's freaked me mm. out the most. That's the one where the kids lock him in the upstairs. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely the scariest that one. Yeah. Right. He's that's just screaming. screaming. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And and that must have been an old like slave house or something because the the person in the uh, in the dummy waiter or whatever it is is mm-hmm. talking about how they didn't wrong their master they uh, didn't wrong their master they don't want to be locked up in here they want to get out and that's uh, yeah so interesting um, I also like grandma just kept taking her pennant. Talk about heart wrenching! Holy that, shit. Yo, this, that scene at the, the end is scene with Yeah, the mom and freaking yeah, yeah, gets me every time. Yeah, One so, of the best performances. So here's the thing. We'll, we'll, I guess it's. Will do you have a favorite ghost before we move on? The Misha, Misha Barton. Barton. Oh, Misha Barton. Nice. Because uh, that story is cool with protecting the other sibling, right? From one chosen by proxy yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 yeah 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 so that's cool. kind of cool because it gives Haley Joel Osment a different perspective instead of being scared of these ghosts uh, Bruce Willis convinces him or like says hey maybe they just want to tell you something and they need help and then the Misha that's Barton character is mm-hmm. like yeah that his step into that so I love that one I love which, that part of the story yeah. as well which also kind of shows his intent too he's like yo I need your help <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's another that's great true. exactly um, mm. but so let's talk about the bumblebee pennant. So um, Haley Joe Osment's visited by his grandmother, who is Tony Collette's mom, who sh- I guess she never had resolved. She never got to say goodbye or always wanted to know if she was proud of her. Um, and she has a bumblebee pennant that continually gets moved. And Tony Collette thinks it's Haley Joe Osment. And in the big reveal for Haley Joe Osment to his mom, he says that he sees dead people. And he tells a story about how she, the grandma, keeps moving the pen. And, and C- Tony Collette's performance is well, it's a very so good. And it's also because it's a very specific story, but it's a story I think everyone can relate to right. about how sh- they went, got him, her and her mother got into a fight. And the m- emotional connection of what happens when you fight and you don't get that resolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to like walk through that whole conversation, yeah. but. I think it's such a specific moment, but also super relatable that I cry every mm-hmm. time she tells the story about the dance mm-hmm. recital. Mm-hmm. He tells the story about dance recital because it's the performances are amazing. The story is relatable, but it's also like beautifully told. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where she shows her acting chops in that same scene when yeah. he's talking about, oh, there's an accident up ahead. She's dead already. I can tell you because she's standing right here. I mm-hmm. feel like that's his like moment to shine. Yeah. 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 In that scene, they both Absolutely. really like. Yeah, they it. kill it. Yeah. He's um, just, sure. inc- he's like an incredible little like actor. It's amazing. <laughs> now, and I he's really funny now too. He's yeah, still yeah. Like yeah. a really good actor. He is awesome. <laughs> he's coming back. He's having like a resurgence. Yeah. Um, good for him though. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Um, now that's not the final scene of the movie, mm-hmm. which there's a big part of me. Uh, so if you check out Letterboxd, if you've never been on Letterboxd, check it out. Um, but I rated it four and a half stars out of five because of the ending. 
not because of the reveal, but how they do the reveal in that last scene to mm-hmm. me oh. with Bruce Willis and his wife is just a little corny in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. it's a little, I, I realize that's the reveal. And for those listening who have never seen this movie, we're about to spoil it. So, you know, skip ahead a little bit. But um, turns out Bruce Willis is a ghost the whole time. What? Mm-hmm. sorry will (laughs) um but yeah when he gets shot in the beginning he actually dies and he's a ghost um just another ghost that Haley joe osmond you know is interacting with Haley joe osmond knows he's a ghost i don't know if he does know does he i'm not sure i don't i like that about but just like it's so funny because all the other ghosts are so scary to him that he's a normal guy yeah yeah you remember the first time you saw it though like that's that twist and reveal was so yeah. it was very powerful uh, i think yeah. they need to i think they need to go back and do it better when they remake it no <laughs> i think it could have been done a little better because when it ends it just rolls the credits like you're waiting for like an like you're waiting for a little more it's a big Did twist you? but then it literally is like twist done like you yeah. need like a little wind yeah. you need a little cool down at the end of but your they've already kind of taken you along for the ride yeah. that they wanted to tell you which was like the whole yeah um, yeah did you know the twist before you watch the movie for the first time yeah was this your first time watching watching Uh, so that's the only challenge or not a challenge but we saw this when we were like what like 10 years old and i didn't know much about movies so at that age you're kind of going along for the ride and i didn't see it coming like i didn't see it coming so when it is revealed and you're 10 years old 11 years old watching this you're like holy shit that's great now being our age now knowing the twist I think it kills it just a little bit for you. Well, it, it also just makes me wonder too. I wonder if people that were like our age when they saw it when they were younger, when it went, sorry, when someone who was 30 saw it in 1999, I wonder if they had the same reaction. Right, now. right, yeah. Because I, I don't know. I don't want to say it like is geared toward a younger audience, but it, it didn't have much of an effect on me. Yeah. I mean, but there's no way of knowing because you knew the twist right. before you totally. saw yeah, it. Yeah, see, that just sucks. Yeah. It sucks that the movie is so popular that, like, literally you can't not mm. know the twist. Like, seeing the movie not knowing the twist is, like, an am- like it's amazing. Yeah. And it I sucks s- that you couldn't experience it. I still think there's some sort of way that they can, like, put a button on the end of it a bit instead of just having it be such oh, an yeah, abrupt yeah, yeah. ending. Yeah. I think that this movie, and I said it before, but I'll say it again. I think this movie is beautiful even with knowing the twist. Oh, I think if you emphasize yeah. the their relationship it be, it's a beautiful movie mm. but i do agree about the ending i would kind of like you know how they show hit the the incident from the beginning again mm-hmm. where he's got mm. i wish that it, he didn't have the interaction with his wife he was just on the bed like shot and they just panned out yeah from there yeah even like a a less obvious reveal. correct because mm. just like him bloody on the bed pulled out or something the like moment that. i hate the most is like there's a thing when ghosts are in the room. I kind of the like cold. this lore. Yeah. The temperature in any wherever you are gets colder. Yeah. And they and Haley Joel Osment explains when you know when you feel your hairs rise up, that means there's a ghost near mm-hmm. you. I, mm-hmm. I kind of love that explanation. But at the end, it honestly looks like the wife is vaping. vaping. Like yeah. Yeah. so much, so much air, air. <laughs> cold air is coming out of her mouth. She's it's blowing so plumes. CGI. When yeah. all the people blow the like cold air out of their mouth, they should just look like dragons. It's just way too much. Yeah. Um, but I, I agree. Like, even when you know the twist, the movie's so worth it and so, like, such a good movie. But I think your first time watching it, knowing the twist, 
I just think I'm I'm not saying you would have liked it, but I'm saying there's a part of it that probably kills it for you. Yeah. And then after watching it once, knowing the twist, it's it's fine. And also not knowing really who M Night was at the time that it came yeah. out, the twist probably hit you so much harder yeah. than yeah. like it's after that assuming. everyone's kind of like, oh, let's try to figure this movie right, out. Right, mm-hmm. right. But in that one, you're just like. Oh, this guy wrote Stuart Little. Let's see what's up with this. <laughs> yeah. There's something I want to talk about, and I want to talk about Haley Joe Osmond's swag in this movie. He's wearing a fur-collared coat oh, he's got as swag. a nine-year-old boy. He yeah, swag for days. And I think that is the sickest move, to put a little boy in, like, an old man's coat. I Especially because his character is based off, like, knowing so much knowledge for such a young person. Wise beyond his years. He is. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, wise you can't, you can't dress coat. him up in like a SpongeBob t shirt. Well, well, they didn't put him in like children's clothing. They yeah. put him yeah. in like adult yeah. outfits. What's that other movie he's in where it's like pay it forward? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. That's he a good movie too. Serious roles. Yeah. And when he's the he little boy. Chops. When he's a little boy. And the chops. Forrest sure. Gump too. Oh, yeah. He's, he's Forrest Gump's little son. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, um, shit. But hey, this isn't the uh, Haley Joel Osment episode. Although, True. let's keep him on the back burner for a future episode. Oh, he's on. Absolutely. Um, cool. So we walked through the Sixth Sense, mm-hmm. um, his highest-rated movie, and uh, honestly, in my opinion, I think it's deserved. I honestly, I think rating-wise, if we're critiquing, I think Unbreakable, honestly, mm-hmm. might be its oh, best movie. Oh, that's, so that's my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. Is that your favorite? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, now, Mike, have you seen Unbreakable? Bits and pieces. I'm not. Yo, gonna, I'm not. Like yo, one. I'm not gonna watch it. You're yo, not, here's the You're thing. not gonna get me, dude. I don't think there's. I Maybe guess that's there the one. I've the seen end. almost all of his other movies now at this point because of you people, <laughs> and I don't care for <laughs> those hey. people. Hey. hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> did <laughs> you, you really, yeah. Did you go s- to see the uh, Glass movie no, with us? No, I will. I will yo, not see that. Yo, here's the thing. I hate Unbreakable. I hate it. Split. Unbreakable rules. See, here's the thing. I also okay. Unbreakable. I get not it. You like guys split. like Unbreakable. <laughs> here's the thing. I also did not like Split. I thought Split. But was I good. really like Unbreakable. I didn't really. I thought Glass was okay. Yeah, I wasn't a fan oh. of Glass. But were there same. scenes in? Oh, sorry. This is totally. Unrelated. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Were there se- so one thing I liked about Unbreakable was there was a lot of scenes in Maniunk where we lived mm-hmm. for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Did they film? Sixth Sense in Maniunk? Or so it was in South Philly. It was in South that Philadelphia. Was South Philadelphia. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, yeah. It opens up with a shot of Philadelphia that I don't think I've ever seen before. The Georgian courts, which I think are in South Philly, but uh, or like Old City area. It was funny. I just recently saw something on uh, Twitter where M. Night went around with a guy and like showed him all like the spots where he was like, oh, that's so cool. He and, mixes it up a lot, which is so cool. And he was saying that like they were going to find like a location and they drove past like where bruce willis is like in the beginning of the movie where mm-hmm. he's sitting outside mm-hmm. and he sees Haley joel osmond mm-hmm. and like it's a weird like courtyard yeah that's and what that's i'm in talking south about philly. oh that's in yeah. south philly okay yeah. oh yeah they drove okay, past so and he's like yo that's philly. where i need to film it yeah one of the best moments of my life um kate and i were eating at a restaurant in south philly and we had like a window seat Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of daydreaming. I mean, conversation was great, but I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was daydreaming and looking out the window. Who pulls up to the stop sign? None other than M. Night Shyamalan. One of the best moments of your life. Yes. <laughs> yep. We see him every Sixers game. <laughs> I know. It wasn't you saw him eating. in the wild. It wasn't going on wild. a date with his best friend. Yeah, he was probably scouting locations. Yeah. 
You know, Kate and I made it look Do you really know what he was good. Driving? Usually, the director and writer scouts locations too. <laughs> so, well, he um, he was in the passenger seat being driven because he's Ooh. above it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My friend is. So you uh, don't know what car one. <laughs> my like friend's been Tahoe. like one of the accountants on his movies for the last like four or five movies. Maybe he was driving. Oh, Bree's dad was a a grip. Best, on, oh, best on, boy on uh no nah, it wasn't the best boy it was uh, was he a key or an electric grip <laughs> hold on give me a second i saw her post on instagram <laughs> yeah i forget what good story hold on um okay well, well while bailey's looking that up <laughs> let's uh how about we go around and rate the movie mike you go last <laughs> um oh he's a rigging grip mm. yeah so he reports the best boy uh yeah he'll get there someday <laughs> um so, Will, what did you rate Six Sense? Ooh. I think it's an 8.5. Ooh, that's a good rating. Out of 10. Are we going to do points yeah. today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Dude, we don't do points anymore. No. Yeah, you guys go by who <laughs> Wait, liked did it I do the that most. The last? <laughs> I don't know. Episode, I episode I do, 100. I do points. Yeah. I've been in it since the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump it up a little bit. I'm going to go with a 9 out of 10. I also put nine out of ten. Ooh, Bailey, nine or I would have rounded down. Like if I had to, I would have rounded Ooh, to eight. round down. I think so. No, I don't know. I I loved it. <laughs> nine out of ten. Okay, cool. <laughs> Love it, Mike. Nine out of ten. You're gonna hate it. Four out of ten. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll take it. I I almost gave it a three, but I'll give it a four. I'll take but it. Like, what you your maybe thinking four? four out of five? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So is it just the writing that you don't like? Because the I acting is good. The acting, like if yeah, it's like yeah. I can I can get behind Haley Joel Osment, Tony Collette, and a little bit of Bruce Willis. I don't yeah. think he's like incredible in this movie. He's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. but no, I don't I, I don't like his that. storytelling in any movie I've ever seen. I don't like the which means I guess I don't like the writing. Yeah, and okay. some of the shots and some of the ways that it like plays out is just kind of like pretty blah to me. Do you wish you didn't? Why do you hate Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've lived here for 12 years. I fucking hate it. Yeah, here. here's the thing. Talk Fujimoto was the director of photography. He's pretty dope. Silence of the Lambs. Never seen it. Ooh. Oh, that movie's Really? You've never seen Silence of the Lambs? Never seen it. Oh, damn. That one's good, yeah. Mike. Great movie. Mm. Anyways. Should I see that or Unbreakable first? Silence mm. of the Lambs. Because I Wait, think you won't Silence like Unbreakable. Silence of the Lambs a horror movie? Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, that's like, actually, it's kind of a thriller. It's in the same vein. Right, as I'm not six cents. Well, then I'm out. I'm not going to watch it either. <laughs> uh, it's Mike's favorite thriller in uh, the future. Yo, I feel tensions rising. It's getting pretty fucking hot in here. So you know what that means. Cue the music. <laughs> I'm going to keep this real quick. Uh, he's been with the same old lady since Ooh. 1990. So he's married to an old lady. They live on a golf course in like Wayne, I think. Bhavna Shyamalan. 
How many Ooh, likes does that get? That picture's mostly him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets in there. Seven she likes, the zero things? unlikes. Here's the thing. It's fitting that M. Night falls into the mold that we love. Mm-hmm. Happily married for a long time. Faithful and true to Ooh. his one and only love. Unlike Larry King. Love, um, I don't, this might play into like his movies a decent amount, but his... Wife is a psychologist. Yeah. Ooh. So like I know he has a lot of movies where like psychology I want goes oh, into play. He's like obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, Aren't he they like incredibly inaccurate though in most movies? Like isn't Split like crazy inaccurate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a little bit. But that's just like if you're doing accurate one. I mean, his movies are a little like over the top. So well, Split yeah. is also just like it's. N- it's not supposed to be accurate on purpose, I think. Yeah, because they're more superpowers. They're basically yeah. superpowers. Yeah. But I bet I his wife watches the movie and just rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's when they fight. The only time they fight. Bavatra. But he does do, I listen to him on a couple podcasts, and he uh, he does do a ton of research like into it. Even on the J.J. Reddick podcast mm-hmm. he was talking like he's obsessed with it and i kind of his dad was a doctor i don't know if it was like doctor of psychology but like he's been around it been attracted to it mm-hmm. like he lives it um and it's really cool listening to him talk about psychology and like he how lives how it. he kind of well let's talk about it he kind of went through some shit in his career too like he he oh yeah he blew up and then he kind of got pigeonholed and he had like a string of bad movies mm-hmm. um they were all like financially really good um but like he he went through a failure and like people um people kind of came at him so like psychologically it hit him hard mm. yeah um and he had a couple flops so like listening listening to him talk about that and then how he came back and his basically his comeback movie was the visit. The visit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Self financed, right? Yeah, self financed. And he basically went back to his roots. He had to go yeah. back to And that's one of honestly one of my favorites of his is the yeah, visit. I, I I've never lo- seen it. Ooh. It's it's oh, I like no, it. Mike it's doesn't like good. it. It's, yeah, it's it's very, very M night. Yeah, very M night. He goes to back, his roots. He's go back. Literally, like it's I will say the reveal in that movie is good, but the rest of it Oh, interesting. I feel the don't other way because I saw that reveal coming a mile a minute <laughs> it's pretty uh, fast yeah. <laughs> a mile a minute. Um, um let's not reveal the and reveal. especially because yeah. i think i don't know about you guys but i don't think there's very many like r- recognizable directors like there's only like a handful of directors you could be like oh that's so and so and like, i think but you oh just yeah true correct great point. i don't know if i agree with that for I like the know. most people like generally general speaking. public mm-hmm. yeah i think you're right yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like Wes Anderson's one, you see Wes mm-hmm. Anderson, you know it's a Wes Anderson. Like Steven movie. Spielberg, Tarantino. Yeah. yeah, there's not like a ton of them mm. compared to like actors and other people that are famous. I think to be a famous director and be able to identify what they look like by just looking at them is yeah. You rare. definitely go into an M Night movie knowing it's an M Night movie. Right. You don't yeah. just go say, "Oh, that movie looks good. I'm going to see it." And then, like, halfway through, like, yo, who directed this? Yeah. You Some, know every so single time. You know when it's from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan. Um, <laughs> I feel like probably a, a quarter to a third of the movies you see every year are that when it's, like, you know what the director is. Not just, like, oh, I wonder who directed that. I think we do. I think Well, in that case, I think most people that go to see movies are, like, they know who the directors are. If we're talking about the general populace. Yeah, I, I like they go see popular director movies. Yeah, yeah, I I get that. I guess Kate's saying like stylized, like 
like J.J. Abrams, Steven Spielberg, yeah, yeah, Carpenter, yeah. I feel like, like there are like a lot of them, but that's whatever. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, so okay, we we got his love life. Um, we got that down. He's faithful. <laughs> He's, He's true to his wife. You know what that sound is. Tr- Film Friends trivia question number two. <laughs> you guys ready? Fan me off. Sure. It's kind of in the same vein as the first one. Um, <laughs> is it Al? <laughs> is it all the Al? So Al we know? Janey. Who is the oldest actor or actress that we reviewed today? Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, I was gonna Donald Pleasance. Yep, Donald Pleasance. Unfortunately, Pleasance. he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, what about he, old? Do you have oldest living? He would be 99 today. In wow. three days, he would turn 100. Oh, oh his so, centenarian. Like, so if honestly, he were only yeah. around today, if he only lived those extra 19 <laughs> years in a den in like a month. Yeah, it worked out well for us. Um, but yeah, R.I.P. Donald Pleasance. Oh, and Mike, that was what, about, what oh. about Leslie Nielsen? I feel like he's pretty old. I pick old dudes. <laughs> you do pick, pick old dudes. So runner-up, Leslie Nielsen. Would have been 93. Mm. Gotcha. Um, behind him, Sir Michael Caine mm-hmm. at 86. Yep. And then in a wonderful 84, Julie Andrews. Um, Will, you really ran the gamut with Jacob Lieber? Oh, I've got some range. Uh, <laughs> actually, speaking of that, um, youngest actor. Tremblay. Yeah. Tremblay. God, Tremblay. <laughs> now, a little bonus question around that. The youngest actor in their role that we reviewed. Oh, Lipnicki. Henry Thomas. Mm. Lieber. Lipnicki. Just because I did it. Jonathan Lipnicki. He was six years old in Jerry mm-hmm. Maguire. How old ah. was Henry Thomas in E.T.? I feel like ten. He, was, he, was he was ten. ten. Yeah, he looks younger than he looks ten. looks very young in yeah. there. And then Jaden Lieber... Uh, I don't know. He's like 16 years old. <laughs> 45. I don't know. Well, um, how old was Buddy in yeah, Dog Years? Fuck. No, uh, yeah, Dog Ooh. Years. He was he probably was like 40. 10 when he died. Um, All right. But <laughs> Jacob Tremblay actually was seven years old in Room. Yeah. Whoa. Pretty wow. fucking good Holy for a seven moly. year old. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. He's a, he plays a, he's a, he turns he's five. a pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He turns five in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, so he lied. Use that as you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that ends trivia question number one. You know what? All you guys win. Yeah, for that one, everybody wins. Um, Job, everybody. Now, before we move on to his worst rated movie, because I know you guys can't wait to talk about it, I'm starting to get a little curious. What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? With your hopes, match your decay. What's your height? Okay, so this week we got everything but shoe size, um, but some people guessed it, and we can still just assume that it is. Um, so, Joran said that he's 5'10", 165 pounds, penis is twisty like his movies, um, Aquarius, in parentheses, for the lady in the water, and he is 48 years old. All right. I should have guessed his age. <laughs> well, that's okay. Huh. Um, Mike said he's seven <laughs> eleven. Ha ha. <laughs> uh, Four hundred pounds. 
Shoe barefoot always. <laughs> Birthday one twenty three forty five. Whoa. One two three four five. <laughs> yeah. What Sign Aquarius. Penis is vagina. <laughs> Damn, uh, dude, what a twist. Mike, Mike really. Yeah, I went he back to being like 11 it. years old. <laughs> um, Will said that he's five foot nine, 150 pounds, 10 size shoe, cool dick, born 9 1, 1975, and is a Virgo. I didn't put the weight on mine. Now, who told respect? you he was a Virgo? <laughs> is that a Virgo? I don't know. So Bailey said he's size 10 shoe. Five feet eight inches. Didn't put weight out of respect. Um, penis is um, it will creep ya out. Has a twisty end. Um, Forty-five cool. years old. Scorpio. It will creep ya out. <laughs> um, so he's creep ya out. It's disputed what? that oh he himself disputes that he's oh. either five ten, five eleven. Oh. So, uh, girls on dating apps don't date guys. So, Jordan, you got that. He's also 165 pounds. Jordan, you got that too. I know my M9. I look at him at every Sixers game. (laughs) So, he was born August 6th, 1970, which makes him 49 years old. Jordan, you were one year off. How Um, did I do with 1945? (laughs) You were great. And he's a Leo. Oh. Roar. Roar. <laughs> um, he was uh, born in Pudo Cherry, India. Outside of Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> but his parents emigrated <laughs> to the Philadelphia area when he was six weeks old. Whoa. So he was just so pretty much born there and just... Philly swoop. his whole life. Would have hated to be on that flight. Am I right, <laughs> fellas and ladies? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was probably a good baby. He though. was raised in Penn Valley, PA. Mm-hmm. Um, he currently lives in Willistown, PA. Um, he adopted the name Knight when he was at the Tisch School um, in NYU. And M. Knight stands for midnight, right? I assume so. <laughs> um, so he yes made sir. 45. Oh, what's, his, what's his real name? His real name is... Um, Martin? I, no, I can't Mikey. pronounce it. It's M-A-N-O-J. Minaj? Minaj. And then it's his middle name is N-E-L-L-I-Y-A-T-T-E. Niliata? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like not yeah. good at it's that. It's midnight for sure. Um, His last name is still Shyamalan though? He didn't change that? Yes, it's okay. still Shyamalan. Cool. Um, he made 45 home movies before he was 17 years old. Um, but a- apparently starting with Sixth Sense and excluding Lady in the Water, there's actually some of them on DVDs, extra features for his DVD copies of the Ooh. movies. Um, he, As we know, he co-wrote Stuart Little. Yes, sir. He was Who else also did he write it with? I don't remember. I'll look it up. It's fine. Go ahead. Uh, he was also the ghostwriter of She's All That. Yeah, that's disputed. Really? Yeah. I love that that idea, though. Yeah. Um, He was supposed to write the fourth Indiana Jones movie with Steven Spielberg, but that fell through. He was supposed to work on the first Harry Potter movie, also fell through. Um, his first movie was Praying with Anger in 1992. Which is semi-autobiographical. Yes. Uh, he planned to do The Life of Pi, but he backed out. <laughs> and Last Airbender, which is our so- second movie, won five Razzies. Woo! Woo! Um, oh, is that good? He co-wrote it with E.B. White, who just wrote the book. 
so he just wrote the he adapted yeah. it oh, for a screenplay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2004, he was involved in a scandal with sci-fi. It was called the uh, Sci-Fi Hoax, where they made a documentary about him, and he claimed in the documentary that as a child he died for nearly half an hour while drowning in a frozen pond, and that's why he's attracted to the supernatural. Can't, and he made all the staff. All the staff was signed like non-disclosure agreements that had a five million dollar fine if they leaked the information. Um, they ended up, like I guess news reporters found out the information and um, they disclaimed it as guerrilla marketing. Mm. Um, then here comes a bunch of stuff. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> then here comes a bunch of stuff. Ready? <laughs> So Orson Scott Card claimed that The Sixth Sense was plagiarized from his book Lost Boys. Ooh. Roger McLinney, um, who was McElhaney. a Rob, Robert McElhaney. <laughs> no, Mac from Always Sunny. McElhaney. I looked it up. As a PA screenwriter, sued him for his movie Signs for being close to his unpublished script called lord of the barons the jersey devil so i'm gonna have to stop you there and if the rest of the facts are negative i'm gonna bleep them out yeah i want to hear i'm gonna keep going also jordan did we ever decide is that mac from always sunny was it him we couldn't find it so robert mcelhaney is the mac from it's always sunny mike and i were doing a deep dive couldn't find out if it is him or if it's just coincidence spelling errors people on reddit cracking jokes yeah, which there's we like a appreciate. reddit thread about it we couldn't figure Girl out marketing. and <laughs> margaret peterson haddix claimed that the village plagiarized her book out of time but oh so he's a fucking fi- he's a phony and simon schuster began filing for that but never completed the lawsuit he just thinks he's untouchable and then i read the quote already that i had about him being unbreakable cool cool well hey yo a lot of successful people have haters mm-hmm. so m9 for has sure. haters do we they have, have haters do they have people that sue them for property rights <laughs> yeah, yeah probably yeah. that's true we have a couple lawsuits out cool on play. us right now yeah. for falsifying but, everything but also it's like <laughs> i think um and it's hard to not cross paths with people yeah, well, also, he's like, um, whether you like it or not, he's made a ton of money. Oh, with absolutely. His like, without a doubt, an M. Night movie comes out, whether it's good or bad. That's your opinion, Mike. But, uh, <laughs> but like, he makes, like, a ton of money off yeah. them. Off and other people's scripts. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> we need to move. I so are make are those s- all the facts? They're just bad? Well, some of them are good. <laughs> Like okay. He definitely has a bad rap. I'll definitely say that people yeah. like shit all over him, and yeah. I think it's unnecessary. And it's it was tough to find like a ton of positive ones. But I think he's a pretty private person about who he is and what he mm-hmm. what his interests are. Because really, the only one that was personal that was something he specifically says is that he's a season ticket holder to the 76ers. <laughs> yeah. um, Very private. So it's not like there's so much that he's self-reported to people. I have which a fact. He loves his hometown of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah true. Fact. He has <laughs> he has one daughter, if not two. His house has a stable that's very, very large. <laughs> and I think his daughter had their high school prom at the stable. Well, that's Whoa. cool. Great fact. Not, not the prom it. prom party, maybe. Sorry. Yeah. That was that's misleading. All right, school. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I probably that. that'd be better than any other place that they would host the oh, prom. Yeah. Yeah. God, imagine your after prom party being at yeah, M. Night's yeah. stable. <laughs> the whole thing. He throws um, a um, Halloween party every year. That's All cool. right, I, I love that. that. That's yeah. awesome. Yo, I'm looking at... 
you're going. <laughs> you're in. I'm looking at Devil. I thought he directed that. He just wrote yeah, it. He, he wrote, wrote it. it. Yeah. That's my favorite of I his movies. But I guess I'm really more of a John Eric Dowdle fan. Yo, so mm-hmm. here's the thing, Mike. Maybe you, maybe like Devil, you should check out Stuart Little. Yeah. Maybe the ones where he writes, but he doesn't direct it. Maybe that's more your bag. Okay. Okay. Wait, oh. hold up. Is Lip Nicky also in Stuart Little? Yes. yes. Yeah. Ah. Did you guys do Stuart Little on the podcast? No. no. Okay. You thought it'd be too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. True. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's move on to the worst rated movie. Now we mentioned it a couple times, um, but we're going to dive into it a tad bit. Uh, that's the 2010 masterpiece, The Last Airbender. Bailey, please take it away this time. <sighs> Last Airbender. It's about this kid who's avatar who's the avatar (laughs) (laughs) and he he you know he bends the air while other people are bending fire and water he's the last airbender and supposedly (laughs) he could bend all all the elements um but he just doesn't know how yet so he's learning and he was stuck in ice for a bunch of years but now he's back and people are scared and they don't want him around specifically the fire the firemen <laughs> the firemen <laughs> yeah they disrespect him yeah and uh he's just got to show him who's boss and then we'll see what happens <laughs> oh you know what <laughs> all right i love the new catchphrase for the, <laughs> the firemen yeah um, we'll see what happens <laughs> okay so good job bailey um, yo it's supposed it was supposed to be a trilogy so Right. Oh, we don't know what's going to happen. They set it up at the end for a sequel yeah. so oh, hard. So yeah. The most yeah. overconfident sequel, sequel set up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Almost as much as bad as um, oh, uh, what the was John that? C. Yeah. Riley yeah. movie. The circus one. Uh, circus freak or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, we'll get to the ending, but it is the most overconfident ending. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like, well, this was this is going to be a smash hit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to set you up big time. This was during the time of Lord of the Rings, and they had the same cinematographer as the person that did the Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? Yeah. So the effects were kind of cool. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I will give it... Okay, so the opinion out there on this movie that it's bad... I, I recall when this movie came out. I didn't see it. This is the yeah. first time seeing it. Same. Is this the first time for everybody? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. We're all... Ooh, definitely. Um, <laughs> but when it came out, there was a lot of controversy before it because one, M. Night was like in hot water a little bit already. Yeah. He kind of... <laughs> he made like Lady in the Water, I Lady think. Lady in the Hot Water. In the hot water. <laughs> <laughs> Lady in the Hot Dog. Um, <laughs> Lady in the Hot Dog. <laughs> 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 but uh the other hot. movie we did yeah so so he like people were starting to hate on him this was like in the thick of it and then avatar is such a beloved like story cartoon like an, like i think it's a comic or like an anime right um very popular nickelodeon show for like five or six yeah, years before yeah. this exactly so it had hardcore fans so it's kind of it's cool that he took it on and it's like bold, but yeah. there was controversy about him basically whitewashing mm-hmm. the cast. Now I know Mike said he is diverse with his yeah. cast, which he he actually is. And there like, is diversity in this. And cast. there's a lot of diversity. It's just it's not in the main. The main characters are just white, young yeah. white uh, kids. I uh, feel like he tends to choose the person who's the most dedicated, though. So like, I read a fact that 
uh, I keep wanting to say Lip Nikki, uh, Haley Joel Osment like read the script three times the night before, before she, like the first day of shooting M, M night yeah. was like, Hey, you know, you know, we chose you blah, blah, or, and something, I, f- I forget how it went, but he was just like, yeah, I read the, the script three times. Like, Oh, just your parts. He's like, no, I read the whole thing three times last yeah. night. He's Aww. like very into it. Yeah. Yeah. And the kid that is the lead in this movie, like sent him a, a role, uh, like a, a b-roll or whatever of him like doing karate with his own like painted on tattoos right. and stuff being like i really want this role yeah so i feel like he goes for the person who's the most into Who the wants thing it, yeah. Yeah. which is cool yeah. which is cool but i <laughs> i would say the downfall i mean there's a couple downfalls but the downfall is the kid actors in yeah this the movie. one girl mm-hmm. actor katara yeah mm-hmm. by far Horrible. one of the least, <laughs> least good <laughs> least good actors i've ever seen i but would say Every actor in this movie is pretty bad. Yeah. I think Dev Patel's yeah, not Dev terrible. Dev Patel, I'm on board with him. Yeah, he's the prince of the fire people who are the firemen. Yeah, um, he, <laughs> he was a good fireman. He was a good fireman. Uh, <laughs> they're like supposed to be the enemy, although all four elements and all four tribes are essentially supposed to live together in peace and harmony. I think yeah. the fire, the fire people like didn't respect the Avatar. They were like afraid that yeah. the Avatar would come yeah. back because they were like. They wanted power. Basically. They wanted yeah. power. Yeah. yeah, and essentially, the avatars all throughout time are the like the leader, yeah. and they they keep the balance along with the spirit. I kind of like the spirit world, yeah. but mm-hmm. they along with the spirit world that keeps balance in the earth uh, or earth kingdom, whatever it is. But the fire people are up to no good. They want control. Want power. Mm-hmm. And Dev Patel's kind of like he's a part of the fire tribe, but he's an ousted prince. Mm-hmm. His father kind of disowned him. So I like Dev Patel's storyline and thread. Yeah. That's what he's I was very interested in. His also is the most developed, most um, interesting, I think, out of mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. He's uh, more at stake. Yeah. But the, dude, the movie opens up, like Bailey said, this little boy avatar <laughs> is boy just avatar. frozen in a ball of ice. And What's his name? Like Ong. Ong. It's yeah. A-A-N-G. Oh, and that was another thing I read is that M. Night st- stayed true to the original pronunciation. So that he wasn't pronouncing the characters' names traditionally how they pronounced them in the book or in the show. But he pronounced them how like Asian culture would pronounce oh, them, yeah. which That's I back. That's well, cool. I noticed something. The girl we talked about, Katara, who is... I think by far the worst actor in the yeah. movie. She she's, the least she she's like the narrator for a little bit in the beginning, yeah. and she yeah, says she says Avatar instead of Avatar. So I was like, oh, interesting. I wonder if that's the way it's pronounced. But then, <laughs> as the movie goes on, she starts saying Avatar. Yeah. So I was like, what? I want to talk on? about that narration real quick. So they do it heavy in the beginning, and then it goes away, it, and then it comes back. It goes away like. For most of the movie. And then it comes mm-hmm. back towards the end. You're like, what happened? Why do we? And it's like, okay, so here's the story. And it's just like, you know, the one thing that is common with a lot of these movies is there's a heavy narration up mm-hmm. top. Mm-hmm. And it's usually in our bad movies mm-hmm. where that happens. And it's just like, oh, this is not a good sign. And it's almost jarring mm-hmm. to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it was jarring. Every fight scene felt oh, so, so staged. It was like, like you are could you tell, ready to fight? <laughs> right, but you could even tell like none of them were particularly good at it because they were doing moves and like waiting for the other person to hit them so yes, that they could do exactly. the next move. It looked so like choreographed. You could see. I'm pretty sure you could see wires at one point. <laughs> I was gonna say like the timing looks off too. It's like it's they weird. start rolling. The editing mm, is really weird. messed up because you yeah. see them standing still for a little bit before they start to yeah, move. Yeah, especially right. that first one. When they're in the... Uh, I can't even remember what the first <laughs> one was. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's bad. so bad. But it's I do have to agree with Mike, though. Like, the effects 
look cool yeah. and the movie looks cool you could tell they're on a set a lot of the yeah. times but there are some shots that are very very cool especially like the wa- i was into the water shots when they water bend water great. it looks mm-hmm. yeah. cool yeah. i was reading cool. something that they had to change a lot of it to make it 3d, 3D. yeah they had to compromise a, a lot of shit to uh, like, it was rushed yeah it was rushed yeah. and they were like shit we need to make this 3d like so they cut some of the story they cut a half an hour out yeah. of the story i also think there was That's something the with avatar avatar with like kirk <laughs> kirk cameron james cameron's avatar kirk. uh oh, yeah. like there was some sort of thing with they i think this this was just called the last airbender they couldn't use avatar in the yeah, title right. anymore or something sure. right oh. yeah interesting my problem with it it's it's kind of a story that probably takes a long time to yes. tell mm-hmm yeah. And any of those things that they try to cram into like an hour and 40 minutes or whatever, however long this was, you just can't do it right. So there's so much dialogue that explains yes. these really well, like, yeah, like um, developed characters that you're trying to rush along. Mm-hmm. And it, it and makes it the dialogue seem still dumb. Like, yeah. still yeah. We need to get out of here. <laughs> Let's go. Here like, come yeah. the fire tribe. Or they yeah. just yeah. say these like heady concepts, like you're saying kind of, it's like, mm-hmm. it's probably like if, it, if, I don't know if it follows the show at all, but if it follows the show, it's probably like eight episodes to a whole season yeah. crammed into one movie where they're yes. doing all these things. You don't know the motivations. You yeah, don't know exactly. what the concepts are they're even talking about. Yeah. And they also wanted to make it a trilogy. So like they had two more things yeah. filed yeah. up yeah. and they couldn't make yeah. the first, first one. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will say, though, I do like the world and I like yes. the story of Avatar. There's so yeah. much potential in this. I liked I. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked the story. I just I don't think. I the mysticism. Unfortunately, M. Night didn't deliver. Was it mostly because of him? Maybe not. Like, but maybe he wrote the script. Yeah, but I think, but well, the, di- the dialogue's pretty bad, so maybe yeah. that's his problem. But, like, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know he got rushed. I didn't know they had to yeah. cut things out. I don't think that would have made it a better movie. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think the story is really, really. The story is cool. really cool. So he wanted to do this because his daughter dressed up as one of the characters for Halloween. So he got really into looking into what it was, uh. and he got really passionate. It was a passion project. So he brought this project to Paramount Nickelodeon because mm-hmm. he wanted to do it. But then they kind of took over and wanted it to be into this new, f- like that new trend of 3D movies. Mm. So a theme with M Night is like he. He one he's very close to his children or whatever, and mm-hmm. he gets a lot of his ideas. So Lady in the Water, he created that for that was a bedtime story. He would yeah. it's like based off a similar one, but it's one that he would tell his children. The village was like a gothic tale that he wanted to tell his children. Like he always like these are stories that are born very out of that, for yeah, him. which is kind of cool. I I, I back that. You know, uh, you know signs. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> You know, I'm just remembering there was like a giant Gila monster oh, that like ran so. into a wall and tried to like climb up a wall. Where did I that don't come <laughs> from? I can't even place in context what that, <laughs> like where that came from, what... It was like behind a drawbridge and they dropped yeah. the bridge and it ran across and up a wall. Yeah, but like, that was it. That was it. It seemed like a real... It had to have <laughs> been cut out of it. Probably with the fireman. The fireman oh, true. Mm. They got the Gila yeah, monster. But, um, I did back the animal that the Avatar no. like Dude, woke fuck up with. That. That's I like just like a wannabe fucking... Never-ending story yeah. guy. Uh, I Falcor. thought he was cute. We we have Wait, a name. That he was cool. Falcor. Yeah. Falcor. Falcor. He's a luck yeah. dragon. Movie was really really hard to watch the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had to try super hard. This I think this was this was the worst. <laughs> 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 it was honestly it was the rough. worst. I mean, some girl 
dies because two fish sucked the juice out of her <laughs> and they didn't explain it at all it was so she was yeah, just like i'm gonna to die now yeah but she like, had to do it she, she was anointed by the juice. moon spirits <laughs> but yeah. there was like no we didn't care about this character we saw her for like five minutes yeah. well it's funny you're right they didn't they didn't like preface that or anything all of a sudden she was like no i need to go do this like yeah, i don't why? know if you do i think we'd probably be good she's like no i need to go Tell us commit why. suicide Yo, here's the thing. she was dipped in that lake when she was a baby that's why her hair There's turned white so she was just returning oh, back girl, to form yeah. Yeah. yeah but they didn't Yo. tell us why she had to do that they just told her about her hair and that was it because the guy's grandmother asked about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. Yo, i have to admit that jackson rathbone was a heartthrob for me when i was younger i thought he was who? the hottest the I guy who plays the brother i think you guys loved this movie <laughs> yo who i'm is that guy? i'm gonna admit he was something. in a show called beautiful people i know we don't talk about tv but i was really into him in that show i'm gonna All admit right. something i was Kind of into it. You like the spirit world. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm into the story and the mythology. Yo, the story's cool. The sh- yeah, but executed yeah, poorly. poorly. Unfortunately, M. Night swung and missed in this yeah. one. I heard a pretty cool interview just kind of by chance. I was listening to an interview with this guy, Josh Lord, who's a tattoo artist in New York mm-hmm. City. And I guess that M. Night reached out specifically to him to do all the like mock-up tattoos ah, for the that's movie. Oh, cool. that's cool. And I guess he knew M. Night's college roommate, and his roommate uh, has a video of M. Night puking in a pizza box. So <laughs> Interesting. I tried to find it for the podcast, but I couldn't <laughs> find it. So oh. It's out there somewhere, oh, but probably only it. via text message. If someone could dark find web. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. jump on that dark web, yeah. send it over. Hit up Josh Lord, the tattoo artist, and see if he has it. Yeah, the tattoos are a little strange. They're kind of cool. It just looks like a... Downward like a era. down vote. <laughs> They're like Reddit. henna tattoos or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote that note too that this movie had so much potential. Mm. So much potential because these yeah. it's such an it's such an interesting folklore. Uh it's it's been done in a lot of different ways, but it has been done yeah, from I mean, this perspective. It's like the classic chosen one story Correct. where yeah. everyone kinda rebels against it, like the Jesus story basically. Yeah. <laughs> but this culture hasn't really been like the Avatars? Like just like an Asian perspective yeah, of using yeah. like the elements of the earth and yeah. um, just like meditation and that kind of avenue for this type of world, which I thought was oh my gosh, this is gonna be so great, and it, it just yeah, fell flat. like he uses like pretty hardcore like transcendental like he transcends into the spirit mm-hmm. world and shit like that's kind of cool. Now I have a question for you guys: if you were able to manipulate any of the elements, which ones would you wanna? Which one would you want to manipulate? Mm. Um, Seems like we didn't see a lot of Earth on this one. Yeah, <laughs> surprisingly. We did. Yeah, we did. Apparently, see a the, lot Earth of people, <laughs> the Earth people—they're like Hufflepuff. Didn't they, didn't they like <laughs> the Earth people like hid for a long time. There was some sand in the air. These little like machines that came out of the ground at one point. Yeah, little, yeah. Like, hot dogs. They They're pretty so much said they they like hid from <laughs> the world, and they said to them, "You don't need to hide from the world because the Earth is everywhere. Because you can manipulate more than anyone else." Yeah, that's what Ong says that, which is yeah. kind of insightful. And the the air was the hardest to manipulate. Obviously, he was the last Airbender. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the fire were the bad guys. I, I was into the water, honestly. I'm a water yeah, guy. And water. also, the water seemed the most... Effective. Effective. It blocked yeah. the fire. It blocked mm-hmm. everything. And it like, it was the reason why the fire tribe turned around mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the most difficult for Ong to... He had a tough time learning how to bend yeah. water, <laughs> which yeah, was, was a like little unbelievable. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I like oh. the air. The air. It was cool because it like, he could do stuff to people, but he could also like... Advi- like advantage himself by like flying right. through the air right. and stuff True. like, like that. When so he I thought escaped. that was the most fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but he could also like push. Baby, you seem like a fire guy it. to me. 
Um, I like the fire, but I don't. I feel like all my friends would be assholes. <laughs> yeah, you and, Dev, you and Dev Patel would yeah. be. Are you an Earth person? Uh, no, nah, I think the water would be chill. Yeah, the water's so cool. And then you just like put it up in the air and just have it fall into your mouth and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, just quick shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no more, no more glasses for you. Yeah. <laughs> serious Fantasia vibes. Ooh, Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get some mushrooms in there. Um, I have a trivia question. <laughs> sure. What was the other Nickelodeon movie we reviewed for this podcast? Uh, Snow Day. Good job. Featuring wow. Hoku's song, Another Dumb Blonde. Mm. Very good, Whoa. guys. Very good, uh, very good. Chevy Chase. <laughs> Is Nickelodeon Studios still a thing? Uh, yeah, they're coming out with a new Rugrats movie, I believe. Damn, Kate, you are on top of it. <laughs> new Rugrats movie? I believe so. Um, Do you think Chucky Finster has a Finsta? <laughs> there he is, joke a expert. Instagram. Oh, nailed it. <laughs> um, cool. So, I think we've talked about it enough. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we review it? Just did. Uh, I mean, rate, rate it. it. Sorry, <laughs> rate it. Uh, I gave it a four because it had potential. I give it a three. Well, now I feel harsh. I gave it a two, <laughs> and I feel like I didn't hate it. Yo, I'll give it a two maybe for potential, but it was it was the worst, like one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. Yeah. Real disjointed. Oh. It felt yeah. longer. I was going to say one, but I'll give it a two. felt longer than I mean, hour 45, huh? It's a scale of one to ten. If it's a one, that's one of the, wor- that's the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll give it a two. I'm going to go with like a an eight, <laughs> nine. I, uh, deep down, I want to say a five. Because I recognize that it's bad, but I did first half. I wasn't into it, but then I watched the second half at work and on the train. Dude, I was into it. Like yeah. I was truly into it. So, do you ever get embarrassed about what you're looking at on your phone when you're on the train? Oh, uh, big! T- I was a little embarrassed today because I was sitting right next to a guy and he was looking at my screen, and I was just waiting for him to be like, "You're." What are you watching there? And I was like, I definitely judge everybody on the train by what the, I read their texts. I watch what they're watching. (laughs) Yeah. I I get a little embarrassed because I'm usually watching the bad movie on the train and I just know there people are look like you, like are looking at me and thinking, God, this guy's watching the last airbender (laughs) on his phone. Watching Jaws for the revenge. I'm also surprised of the rating you gave it because you talked a lot of trash on it earlier. Yeah, I did, but that's because I knew everybody was... I was a little embarrassed to say I kind of liked it. I don't know, but... But you know what? I think the story is very likable. There's no doubt about that. And I think... I've never seen the Nickelodeon show, but people like it. And like, I think it has so much potential, but the movie was trash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I think maybe I got hyped on because I didn't know what Avatar was at all. So, like, learning about the mythology and the story, I was like, oh, shit, this is kind of cool. But, yeah. Um, That's it. That's it for M. Night. Uh, You know what that means. Film (laughs) Friends Trivia. Uh, Round three. Round three. Right now, Mike is in the lead. Uh, This is a game where the points don't matter, but Mike's winning. (laughs) All right. Um, Thank you. (laughs) So, for... Trivia question number three. Which film friend is an EGOT Oh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yes. <laughs> Very good. But <laughs> there, are, there are three film friends. I call it a ain't got 
Um, they're one. They're one away. <laughs> they're one away from an egot. Can you name all Queen three? Latifah. Queen Latifah. No. Uh, Michael Caine. Nope. Ooh, Donald Pleasance. Nope. Mm. Uh, Ooh, one away, but what's the thing that they're not? Hmm. Um. Don't cheat. I just want to. I I don't no. remember who we've done. Um. Trying to think. Uh, three people. Ain't got an e got. One an away. Lipnicky. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely the Lipnicky. Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> no. So so let's narrow it down to who's got who's an who? Academy Award. Julianne Moore. Nope. Juliet Lewis. Nope. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Julie Andrews. <laughs> Julie Andrews. Oh, oh yeah. good. That's yeah. A good one. Who else are mm-hmm. singers? I feel like that's close. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't uh, have the full thing. Well, that's what I've been thinking about singers. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Did we do him? No. Yo, Simbad. No, I wish. <laughs> he, he ain't got anything. <laughs> yeah. He ain't got anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many? Wait, how so many? So I'm going to give you. Um, one of them is among one of the Raven. common names that we that we explained. You guys laughed at it, but. Um, Allison Janney. Very close. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Uh, uh, he ain't she's got, got a. Right <laughs> and then one more. Uh, one more. Uh, male or female? Was it one female. of the female? Female. John's. Um, it is. Mm. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Redhead. Nope. Do you guys want to know? No. It's not Amy Adams. Mm-mm. Who's got an Academy Award? Who's got Tr- an Academy? Trisha Arquette. First letter. V. Mm. Oh, Viola Davis. Yes, oh, sir. Cool. Beautiful. Good job, Bailey. Um, good job. Um, you know what? I'm going to give that one to all of you as well. So <sighs> Bailey deserves uh-huh. that one. So Mike's the winner. <laughs> right, crazy. The second two rounds went to all of us. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it was a team effort. Um, cool. So we did it. We did it. You how did do we it. feel? How do we feel overall about M. Night? Mike, Mike, did we did anything improve? No. <laughs> well, you loved him because he had a Halloween party every year. Yeah, but Ooh. then I learned a lot about how he stole from other. Ooh, but you people. learned about the Halloween party post that where you, you learned about the accusations. That you like him now. Yeah, <laughs> these are. I never proclaimed that I liked him. <laughs> yes, you said uh, yes, you did. I heard uh, it with my earballs. Well, my yeah. earballs. Sometimes <laughs> I lie. Tape. Yeah. Um, well, I guess you could. We don't talk about TV, and we almost made it throughout the whole episode without talking about it but I talked about the reason Bailey's gonna go see him is because he's coming out with a new TV show, show. for um, Apple TV yeah called Servant looks kinda dope actually looks creepy yeah I don't really know too much about it but Rupert Grint's in it I don't I feel like he does this thing where he's like a producer and he directs an episode but like how involved really is he like Wayward sort of thing. Pines like Wayward Pines like I don't know how much he really yeah. is involved, but I'm gonna say he probably attached his name to it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's doing a Q and A about, it, so hopefully he knows yeah. <laughs> the answer. Maybe you could follow up on that too. Yeah. Like one, why isn't the village on Blu-ray? Two, how involved are you <laughs> with this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love those two questions. So I feel <laughs> those are great. as someone who's more of a late comer to the M Night Party, like as an adult. Um, I like his arc of that. He had this really high peak when he first started and then he kind of got lost in this Hollywood shuffle Mm -hmm. of um, this big movie blockbuster world, which kind of 
took him down and he was able then to then reinvent himself and through his own finances in his own way which i think mm-hmm. is pretty cool it's pretty cool um i'll forever love him no matter what and i'm honestly rooting for a last airbender sequel so mm. <laughs> yeah yes sir i'm holding on tight i think uh, what if he tried to murder you would you still love him i'd be that'd be cool <laughs> that'd be cool He'd probably that do it in cool. a cool way yeah, yeah. Oh, the twist would or be try great. in a cool way i think i uh, think he's great Quentin Tarantino said that Unbreakable is one of his favorite movies. He did. He, did. he oh, says that it's probably one of the <laughs> best. It, he says it's one of the best superhero movies of all time, which mm-hmm. it really it is. It really is. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike. I feel like that being a, a superhero movie it seems like a technicality to me. <laughs> what? I mean, it very I much is. I mean, I don't You've know. never seen it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know it, but it seems like a technicality. Um, Will, I want to ask you a question. Hmm. So you like him. Mm-hmm. Do you love him? Yes. Does watching The Last Airbender change how you feel about it since of how much you hated that movie? No, the thing that makes me... He did it for his his kid who really likes it, and it just didn't go so well. That's mm-hmm. it. He tried uh-huh. to do too much into so a short kind. period of time, and like I think it comes from a good place, and I think he's a great storyteller, and the story's good. M. Night Rolls. Hell yeah. That's all I got. Loved it. I will say that, like... For someone who makes a few good movies, that can make up for like a bunch of bad movies. Oh, I, absolutely. I, that's true. And if you look at a lot of like prolific directors, there's some Hit, there's some misses. Fest, yeah. There's some misses in there. Yeah. It's just all about the journey. And as long as you're keeping it like personal and you care about every story you're making, I also what does it doesn't matter. I think yeah. it's incredible just to have one amazing movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he yeah, has about 10. Incredible. So yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and also you try different things and like sometimes yeah. they don't work. Yeah. And that's like. You miss every shot you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael mm-hmm. Scott. Yes, man. All right, cool. So that's. Can I, sorry. Can I come up with a hot take real quick? Oh, no. Uh, no. Yeah, sure. It's unrelated to M. Night. It's, you said Michael Scott. It made me think of it. I think they should take The Office oh, and yeah. Harry Potter and lock them in a vault for six months. And like no one can Disney watch them vault? for six months. And then, if people really want to come back and watch them afterwards, they can watch it again. But just let it go away for six months and watch other stuff in the meantime. Well, I'm cool with that because The Office is TV. You could lock that away forever. Harry Potter and the Dementors. (laughs) Or should it be like a thing where you get one viewing a year? Too much. Too often. All right. Well, yeah, we'll revisit that. That's an interesting point. I think it's going to catch on. I think it's going to be very popular with people. (laughs) Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be super popular. Cool. Um, All right. So I think we've reviewed M. Night. We've celebrated him. Mike's hated him. Um, Mm -mm. Mike loves his Halloween parties. I just don't like (laughs) him. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Hate is really strong. I just dislike Mm -hmm. his movies. I think I. You know what? I back what he stands for. Oh, all right. There we go. Let's end it. Let's end it. End it there. Um, Bye. But, yo, guys, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yo, pre-order a shirt. Pre-order a shirt. Yeah, yeah, Will. (laughs) I'll order a shirt. Seriously, I want to thank both of you for being with us through the whole journey. And I want to thank our haters for being with us for all 100 episodes. Absolutely. I mean, it's cliche and it's corny and everything, but, like, we don't get paid to do this. We have to watch a shitty movie every single the week. The juice money. Um, but it's like so worth it, and it's so much fun. And the listeners absolutely 
like drive that and we're gonna keep doing this as long as we're having fun and until the day we die people are into it and and will and mike have been crucial to that and like big parts for us so honestly very thankful for that thankful for the listeners and hey we hit 100 the next goal let's make it 200 oh Um, yeah but yeah uh follow us follow us on social media we'll have the t-shirt links up and everything check out tay and joey um their art design and their art on good morning um and honestly check out wine and cheese uh paul shock's uh podcast um and you know what? Check out Will. <laughs> check, Will check, check, check out Will stuff. Yeah, check out Will Hogurdle on uh, on the internet. It's pretty cool. Um, but as always, thank you for listening, and we will definitely see you next week. Bye. Bye. As I have to say goodbye. Oh, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>